AdventureCast, a Six Feet Under retrospective. I am your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my Six Feet Undertakers. Moira. And Des. And we have our funeral director back again. Uh, what do you say, Gab? <laughs> <laughs> I think she says, don't call me Gab. <laughs> oh. Don't ever use that. Um, anyway, I say, hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Well, what is what is what is Gab Gabby's short for? Is Gabrielle? Yes. Okay. Well, that's my wife's name. We call her Brie. Oh. <laughs> you mean it's yeah. not Gabzilla? <laughs> it's not Gabzilla. No. It's definitely not Bra Watch. <laughs> it's definitely not. We just call it Bra for short. Hey, Bra, how's it going? Gabalicious. <laughs> What's up, Bra? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, welcome everybody, and let's let's get into the Darwin Award. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right, so the title for this one is called "Out of Their Heads," and this is from 1997 in Holland. A group of employees were happy to escape work and be bussed around on an all-day tour by their company. It was a sunny day, and some of their more boisterous employees enjoyed sticking their heads out of a roof the rooftop window. The driver of the speeding bus told them several times to pay attention to the road and stop their foolishness. And then it happened. Two men had their heads out of their window, singing as the wind blew across their faces when the bus entered a viaduct. Mm. The cracking of bone was heard through the bus, throughout the bus. Mm. Their heads did not come off cleanly, oh. as you might expect, but the men fell dead into the bus with their cracked heads and broken necks. <sighs> the chauffeur asked whether safety regulations were properly observed, replied, I always lock the damn thing when the kids are on the bus because the kids just don't listen. But for God's sakes, these were adults. Oh, Off with their heads. I feel sick. <laughs> well, let's continue that sick feeling and get into the open casket viewing. <laughs> oh, get out. Season 1, Episode 8, Crossroads. It's a dry season in the funeral business for the Fisher family, and Rico takes the opportunity to test his skills and his income by freelancing with Kroner. Business is so slow that Nate and David rent out their slumber room to a senior's dance class, which has an <laughs> unexpected bonus for David. Claire finds herself lo- <laughs> Claire finds herself lost without a compass, metaphorically and literally. Ruth finds herself torn between the comfort that Hiram offers her and the spirit of adventure she finds in Nikolai. Written by Lawrence Andres and directed by Ellen Coulter. Who writes these? <laughs> I don't know. Who writes those intros? Because I thought this is all about Dean and Sam making a deal with a crossroads. <laughs> no? Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, they're misguided, clearly. They're misguided. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, our our death of the week is Chloe Bryant. Um, she had like four words in her name, but uh, um, Chloe Bryant. She's celebrating her divorce. She's <laughs> singing "I I Will Survive" and, and okay, she hang on, be clear, no, no, but she was killed by James Cameron. Okay. Because she's shouting, I'm king of the world. <laughs> As her head gets whacked off. So oh, that's oh, really who oh. is to blame. Titanic, the movie. <laughs> Worst Leonardo death DiCaprio ever. Is Leo, this is Leo DiCaprio. awesome death. Oh, man. Oh, God. No. Worst oh, death. No, no. It grosses me out so bad and freaks me out so oh, bad. I'm going to oh. have nightmares. 
so that truck is called a cherry picker that yeah. she smashed her oh, head off of. I just kept thinking, duck, 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 duck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Goose. <laughs> Sorry. Artie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me edit you out, Artie. <laughs> Artie has an opinion apparently about Titanic and Cherry Baker. <laughs> he does not like Leonardo DiCaprio at all. That must be it. He hates you. <laughs> he does. Uh, all right, so uh, we start off here uh, the at Fisher and Sons. It's very quiet. Best opening <laughs> ever at Fisher and Sons. It's because there was no shirt. <laughs> Hello, oh Nate sunbathing in shorts and nothing else. Nice oh, legs, nice chest. Nice Scruff is back. His... Scruff watch is on, right? Yes. <laughs> sunglasses were hot that I couldn't yes. figure out at first if they were actual glasses, which still looked hot, or <laughs> sunglasses, whatever. Yay, Nate. <laughs> All right, that's three thumbs up on Nate. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Robin, what do you think? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm a guy into who's into, into girls. Well, but, you can't uh, get in touch with your, I don't know, your feminine side. <laughs> Just because I cry at uh, tragic deaths and, and horrible circumstances doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden going for uh, some uh, versatile activities, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, Nate's uh, studying for his funeral director's license and David comes out and he's kind of worried about business. The last time they had that was the great funeral drought of 84, <laughs> which was like, what, nine days or something? Imagine that, just constant bodies coming through it. He's, you know, how weird it is not to have a dead body show up. It's just got to be a bizarre way to live. I don't know. I, I, thought, uh, I thought David doing his impression of his dad was adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, David doing the impression of his dad doing an impression yeah. of Walter Brennan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so Nate finally gets a call from Brenda. Apparently, he's been calling all week, and uh, yeah, you bitch, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nate kind of is upset about that. He says, "Be." He tells David, "Be thankful our parents aren't shrinks." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, okay. So moving on. Uh, we go to a close-up of the caved-in face. Uh, <laughs> oh, horrible. Uh, it did look it, like a smush pumpkin, didn't it? it was a so melon or, or something. So or like, what are those dogs? What are those, you know, the Sharpays or something with the smushing faces? <laughs> kind of look like that. Oh. <laughs> uh, <Ugh>. uh, <sighs> anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing a one-time freelance for Kroner. Uh, and Gilardi is very happy about this. Uh, and he tells uh, Gilardi that he's not quitting, that uh, Mr. F put him through school. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, definitely want to shout out to Bluth Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. F. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so far, I've, t- I've said a supernatural joke that only one person got. And <laughs> now the rest of the development joke that only one person got. What I got that one? Oh, you got them? Okay, okay. I, I, I don't watch the show. I, I'm, you know, sorry. I've seen it three times, yeah. yeah. Well, you got a reason to watch it now that the, the Bluth cast is 
It's now. very good, Moira. Very funny. <laughs> so funny. I don't and know. I can't is it on Netflix? <laughs> it is. It is on Netflix. <sighs> and really, I mean, be, I can't imagine going week to week with that because <laughs> when I watched it originally, I was just just going through episodes. Right through them. Yeah, oh, gosh, me too. Hours and hours of rest of development. I watched it on Hulu like a year or two ago, two years ago, I think, um, and they had all the episodes. I don't know if they still do. But they did. So you might want to check there, Moira. I don't think we have Hulu, darling. Oh, what? Seriously. Another reason not to move to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) You can just remain jealous of our free health (laughs) care. It's not free. All right. All right. We're we're turning Moira Moira into Illyrio. She used to be subdued. And, you know, we got to just stop picking on the country. (laughs) Uh, You're forcing me to defend myself. I I love Canada. How about that? I love Canada. good. Canada rocks. Excellent. And I love my to live there because it's too cold. That's cool. You can come and snuggle with me. I'm warm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're on the uh, Sierra Crossroads program. We're on a little hike. And Claire is hiking with her, her uh, friend, her new friend, Topher. <laughs> and uh, she apparently got him high before they started their hike. So that's cool. Hey, stop right there. Hang on. I have a comment. Okay. Did that worry anybody? <laughs> Did that worry anybody else besides me? I mean, what? well, okay, because Claire, I worry about Claire. <laughs> it's like, it's one thing for her to indulge. It kind of gets me worried when she's starting to share with people she barely knows. Yeah, it probably several wasn't levels. the best idea, clearly, no. but, um, okay. you know, it's they're teenagers. That's okay. what teenagers do. They bond Honestly, over all, pot. <laughs> all hot guys are, you know... That's Honest. that's my point. It's like, hot guy, she, oh, Claire. Yeah. <sighs> next thing, next thing you know, she's gonna let him take pictures of her and grab her boobs and stuff. That might be coming right down the pipeline. Can't you just see it coming? <laughs> uh, uh, so next up, we have Nate came up with a great idea how to use the the empty space not being used. Uh, at the funeral because of no no bodies uh, use it for uh, senior dance class <laughs> and uh, uh, he, he's got a great idea here he's like who gets a call if uh, one of these senior citizens drop <laughs> us <laughs> <clears throat> nothing does oh wait what am I supposed to say I don't like old people but <laughs> oh we, we already knew that oh shit you're gonna beat one someday honey <laughs> i'm not planning on it come on i'm a smoker <laughs> i'm, I'm leaving gabby. wow i'm leaving gabby to see what gabby thinks mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yes yeah, sp- speak up gabby uh, yeah, it's no. okay to express your opinion yeah. this is a safe pet place <laughs> this, this is my safe place, place. It is. Yes. Safe zone. i think it's, it's- well, they don't like they'll yell at us. They won't yell at you. See? I think yeah. it's genius marketing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's brilliant. I think that appealed to David's uh, financial side, didn't it? Definitely. It was It was a, it was a good idea. Win-win yeah. all around. Yep. <laughs> I think Des is the Brenda of this podcast. Going on. Moving on. Uh, I think you may be right. <laughs> <laughs> If you say things like, I don't like old people, and I just want to flip out like Nate, like, what the fuck? Okay, that's Brenda. fine, but if you call me the Ruth of this goddamn podcast, I'm out of here. No. No, not even close. <laughs> You're clearly the Gabriel. Well, I don't know. Uh, All the men love Ruth. Wait, wait a minute. Did you just call her the Gabriel? <laughs> 
You can look at Moira and you know she likes getting her toes sucked. Come on. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you're not not alone, Moira. One of my co-hosts. I know you're just jealous because you still didn't know what they were doing in the last podcast with that sexual position. I haven't enlightened. That's a You gotta be a fit for that one. <laughs> Damn it. Moira's a dirty slut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This isn't your other podcast. Let's let's get back on track. Oh, sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, back on track. Right. So uh, Rico's up to some uh, shady behavior. He shows up and asks for a day off, and then he swipes some supplies. Mm -hmm. Um, And Nate kind of sneaks up on him and scares him. But, um, uh, yeah, Nate starts thinking, hmm, something's a little weird here. Maybe something missing from that cabinet. Why did he need to bring his own supplies? Are his supplies better than the ones at Kroner? That's or, what I'm thinking. Because, okay, I appreciate you bringing your own supplies, but you shouldn't steal them from your company, you know, where you work. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a freelance job. That was that was kind of messed up. And it, I didn't have a problem with any other part of it other than that. Yeah. Yeah, just, just the pilfering from the company. Right. You know, toolbox is not quite right. Because right. I bet, you know, Kroner being like the factory mindset that they have, like all their stuff is either – you know, like the most cheapest generic stuff. Yeah. You know, so they can save money on it or whatever. Well, he spells that out to me. He says, I'm not using your whatever, whatever product it is, preserve yeah. or something. And so fair enough. But, and I think maybe it was last minute, so we didn't have time to uh, obtain his own stock first, perhaps. Right. <laughs> Poor Rico. Not a good liar, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we're, we're back on the hike and Dennis elects Parker to lead them. Um, because he you know, keeps going on and about how different people have to use their compass or whatever and their maps and stuff and you know figure it out for themselves and lead them around. Um, but uh, Parker gets some mockery from Topher and Claire, and they try to argue about uh, who maybe is going to play Parker and will be based the on best her life. line ever. <laughs> I love this so, line. So uh, we uh, we go to Ruth and Nikolai eating lunch at the florist shop. And Nikolai speaking how great Russia is. <laughs> great Russian <laughs> man feel. That's very nice, Robin. <laughs> Thank you. It's because I drink a lot of vodka. <laughs> Speak from their souls. <laughs> and Hiram shows up, funny enough, with jerk chicken. <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't care for Hiram that much. He's just bleh. Like I said, he's like milk toast, you know. Yeah, she. Uh, uh, never mind. No, what? Uh, what? Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say exactly. <laughs> uh, She's got a headache. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess. Um, Ruth, though, that's her kind of. You know, she's kind of milk toast herself. So. Hmm. Yeah. Well, he definitely Nikolai definitely accuses Ruth of being. Like the little fishers. <laughs> <They're all laughs> stuck in their cells. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Nikolai accuses Hiram of burning <laughs> the jerk chicken, declares the lunch is over, and I say the love triangle is officially on. <laughs> yeah, acting like a pouty little two year old. <laughs> uh, we go to the dance class with David. And- <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we're doing some square dancing, and my gosh, is he happy to be uh, pulled out on the dance floor by Kurt? Oh, that boy is a honey. Come on, I am yeah. happy he was pulled out on the, the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he only made himself look uncomfortable for like two seconds, and all of a sudden he's just like bright smile. And yeah, all of a sudden he probably fantasizes. The, the fact but, that none of the uh, senior citizens were judging him in any way probably uh, helped him relax and enjoy it more. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, Kurt is played by Stephen Pasquale, who uh, I guess was on Rescue Me. I don't know if anybody's a big fan of the show, but <gasps> I, I looked him up and he's been on that show for years. I don't know. That's where I've seen his cute little face before. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, David gets gets a little fantasy about being queen of the dance floor there. And, uh, <laughs> oh. The old guy turns around and goes, kiss him. um so nate following up some of the uh weird feelings he's got about rico gives a call to vanessa to see what's up and uh she he kind of catches her lying it's that it's that one chick (laughs) i've seen her before it's stuff vanessa I don't know where yeah i don't know where i've seen her before but i've seen her in something else i've seen her in six feet under <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look her up, but I've seen her other places. Please do, please do. Um, you know her name, Justina Machado. Hey, thanks. That's awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just Just had to be, I had to be Gabby. <laughs> um, she was in Six Feet Under. Hmm. Yes, I, I knew she was from something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She was in one episode of Bones, one episode of Burn Notice. She was in ER. So two things you've seen, uh, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ER, maybe. I don't know how many episodes it doesn't yeah. say. Grey's Anatomy, an episode. Uh, mm, I don't see anything that's like big time. AI, yeah. she, was, she was an assistant. That's nothing. But uh, hmm. I don't know. Huh. Oh, well, it's All bigger right. than my screen credit, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, All right, so... We get a conversation between Rico and uh, the um, the croner, crony, Pam, mm. um, and she's just talking up a storm, and we get to find out the answer to one of our biggest mysteries so far. Who burned uh, down the building across the street? That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> croner did that. And, uh, yeah, she, she warns them, man. They're, they're after him big time. Um, and we'll get more of that. In the coming episodes, I can't wait. Um, let's see. No spoilers, sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's it. You ruined the whole experience. Written here, David. David tells Nate that it, it was a really great idea about the dancing. I bet it is now. Nate and his instincts, eh? I love it. Well, if Nate tries to convince him that he has gaydar. <laughs> he's like, please don't call that. I love that. Please don't call that. That's offensive. <laughs> uh, next thing we have Parker chumming up the toe for him. Claire asking him some weed. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we have Jugardi admiring Rico's work. And he offers uh, Rico a job with the house in San Diego and he's close to Comic-Con. <laughs> that's, that's a selling point right there. Oh, yeah. Like $1,500 a body, what was it? Yeah. yeah but then he implies that, that he uh, underbid himself, right? Just to be an ass. Yeah. Like, what right. a jerk. He's such a jerk. I just felt sorry for Rico. I kind of wrote down here, oh, poor Rico, so much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got you know, 48 hours to he's, think about he's it. He's got so. a tough decision because yeah. 
He's very good at what he does. And, you know, it's nice working for the small family business and everything. I know he's he's probably got a lot of freedom there about, you know, being able to do his work as he sees fit and not having people control his work. Whereas at Kroner, he's going to have people dictating how he does his work, you know, because that's the yeah. kind of place it is. Mm-hmm. But also, the small family-run place can't afford to pay him what he's worth. And yeah. so he has to decide whether he wants a place where he's, you know, pretty much happy and free and able to do what he wants to do work-wise and not make as much money or go to this other place where he can make more money but just feel not as free and, you know, happy with his job. He'll have to sell his soul. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I was just thinking that, like, yeah. you know, maybe Rico's choice would have been a lot easier if Gilardi wasn't a complete Satanist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, I have empathy for Rico. Poor guy. <laughs> Me too. The tough one. I've been there. Mm. So, um, Nate finds another naked guy in bed. <laughs> naked Aussie guy. That's so, uh, dude. ladies, what, uh, um, Ugh. Des? How about just ask Des? Because it's yes. easier to ask Des these kind of questions. No, no, ask Gabby. Ask Gabby. It was, it was small. It was small. What? <laughs> that exactly was all in mind. I was going to ask Des. What did you think of his penis? <laughs> it was a little small. But then again, he wasn't in the state it of It wasn't awful. erect. Exactly. exactly. How, you cannot judge it till it's erect. Come on. You can. You can. You shouldn't. But you can. Well, the okay. air conditioner right. could have been on. <laughs> Shrinkage. Shrinkage. You don't know. There wasn't a man around, you know. Okay, but much. it wasn't. It wasn't tiny. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a little skinny, piddly finger. Could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse, but he wasn't that attractive, anyways. No, he really wasn't. He oh. he shouldn't have been the one with his clothes off. Let's put it that. And way. the way he was, you know, scratching his butt and stuff. Yeah, that was just <laughs> not doing it for me, and evidently not doing it for Nate either. <laughs> In this scene comes another great quote. Uh, Cotter says that. Uh, don't worry, mate. She's got she's her heart's got your name on it, and she's and Nate's like, no, that would be her ass. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, Brenda comes home, and that's about the time when Connor decides to put on some pants. Um, Nate's pissed. He keeps uh, running into naked guys at her house, but she tells him that it that's so unattractive, and oh. that he's got. No reason to be jealous. Even though, okay, back up a bit. Even when she walks in the room with her little laundry basket and she casually tosses the the, the said pants, the questionably absent pants, to Connor and gives yeah. Nate a little peck on the cheek or whatever she gave him and just completely avoiding, you know, who's yep. the naked guy there. It's just, it's mm-hmm. such classic Brandon. It's why she drives me nuts. Oh, there, there's... Go ahead. Sorry, oh, no, Gabby. I, like, my note, I have a note for that scene, as a matter of fact. It's Brenda sucks and Nate is blinded by the power of the pussy. Because there is <laughs> no way in real life that would happen. Well, there's mm-hmm. nothing like when you have a, um, you know, concern like that uh, mm-hmm. and then someone just invalidating, you know, just saying you, you're you being crazy. You know, these feelings yeah. that you have, That's that's the worst thing. Yeah, and in fact, in this scene, also uh, in 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 discussion, it all seems to start getting patched up pretty easily. Brenda's got 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 a uh, you know her her 
uh, Nate wrapped around her finger, but then all of a sudden Nate catches her in a lie that she fi- he finds out that um, Billy hasn't actually been there all week, and that's mm-hmm. uh, he's actually been gone. And uh, oh, was that this? Is that this? Yeah. Like that? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was later. She says I've been under a lot of pressure. Don't blow it out of proportion. <sighs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of her doing that to him, where mm-hmm. it's like you know, making his feelings not matter. Yeah. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. this, this is the scene we find out of because she says, oh, well, I'm going to have dinner. I'll, I'll invite Billy over. And he's like, Oh, that's what? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I thought he was here. That's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's very good at marginalizing Nate's concerns, mm-hmm. isn't she? Yeah. yeah. But I have written Nate buckles like a belt. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, are the pussy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a force to be reckoned with, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, sorry, Artie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Artie's so like, all right, enough about that. Sound effects, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Leo DiCaprio and sound effects. Okay. <laughs> um, Claire, looking for Topher, discovers Dennis having sex with Parker. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, saw that scene, and she's looking for Topher, looking for Topher. I didn't even realize at first it was Dennis. My brain was telling me she was going to see Topher having sex with yeah. her. Yeah, I think that's what she thought, too. Uh, well, yeah, but I had to go back and go, oh, God, yeah, it is Dennis. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of gross. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Dennis gets freaked out, but she assures Dennis that everyone thinks Claire is crazy. Because Parker's so. so lovely and generous toward other people, isn't she? I like Parker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I find her interesting. She is. She's kind of fun to watch, isn't she? I hope we yeah. see more of her. Yeah. Yes, and we have, we definitely were seeing her in little glances in the last episode, but we definitely got an introduction to her in this episode, for sure. She can be our potential mean girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so next scene, uh, Nate fills David in on Rico's betrayal and, uh, Nate tries to stay kind of passive about it, but ends up realizing that, you know, David, David's pretty mad about it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but he uses that line. Don't be a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what he said? When did you become the mayor of West Hollywood? Yes, yeah. that's, that's funny. That's why I was giggling when you, <laughs> I love that. Like the whole gay thing's out in the open now, baby. We might as well just have fun with it. <laughs> All right. So why don't we why don't we get into uh, Parker a little bit? Because um, after this, Parker kind of comes up to her and says, "I'm glad something happened to break the ice. I've always wanted to be your friend." <gasps> I think Did you guys trust her. No. no, no, she's full of shit. She is one of those people who wants who does things just to see what happens she's you know what i mean not concerned at all about anybody's feelings or what's going to happen to you know anyone i just yeah. yeah i just want to read the cast listing and say that her last name is mckenna not chenoweth <laughs> she reminds me a little bit of billy but i think she's even more um she's more controlled than billy is because she has that whole persona that she puts on at school where she's a good girl who gets good grades but then Mm -hmm. she does these things just because she wants to and she can and i find that very entertaining (laughs) i I do devious isn't she 
Yes, yes. And she, uh, you know, she puts Dennis in the position. First she beds him and then she can hold that over him. And exactly. squirm. I think she likes to watch people squirm. And Claire, I, you know, at the beginning of this series, I had thought maybe Claire was a little bit more worldly wise. And as time is going on, I'm realizing that she's really quite surprisingly naive in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, she is. She's like a poor little lamb. Yeah. She does see those. She keeps trying to say, like, keep me out of this. And she sees that, you know, it's not going to end well if she keeps getting pulled in between them, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, ends up getting kicked out as a result. But, um, yeah, we find out that Parker actually, uh, it was a toe sucker herself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she was able to not have that plastered all over school. It just, you yeah. know, shows you how she is compared to Claire. So you think Claire has something to learn from Parker? (laughs) Maybe, but she shouldn't learn too much from her, that's for sure. Yeah, or we might not end up liking Claire quite so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so um, we get the confrontation between the the brothers and Rico, Mm. and it turns out that the word has gotten around about Chloe Yorkin that that, uh, uh, she's actually uh, Rico's Sistine Chapel. Like, that's how well she did, how well she looks. And then, of course, it's you see that true. That yeah. was amazing, that's of course, awesome. you know. I mean, mm-hmm. magic of TV and an actual actress, but <laughs> 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 it, was, it was, it was amazing. He, um, I, I like the fact that the there was no body at um, Fisher and Sons and that it was at, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kroner. Kroner, yeah. yeah, that was really interesting. That was like the first time the body wasn't even that there. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a bit of trivia attached to that, but I can't say it. So, <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have even told us. No, I'm just glad you kind of came up with that on your own. So, okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so Rico insists it wasn't for the money, but uh, he also says that you know maybe he should be made a partner mm-hmm. and. Uh, and after, you know, David says that, you know, that would cause a bit of an invest, cost a bit of an investment, you know, to get it to be a partner status. But after Rico leaves, David admits to Nate that we're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I think David realizes that they just can't afford to, you know, pay him as well as he is because he is actually amazing at his job. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we get a little bit of Ruth fantasizing about Hiram while <laughs> working with Nikolai. <laughs> <laughs> those, are hot, those are hot scenes, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, I would say something, but Moira would get offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just say what you need to say, Jess. Old old lady loving, ew. <laughs> She's old. You're not, Moira. Exactly. You are not old. I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those aren't my fantasies, Jess. Oh yes, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we have. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Uh, Nate taking the first, his the exam for the first time, a little bit of that, and then we go to Vanessa admiring Rico's work. So he wants Rico to take the offer, and uh, yeah, now we have uh, David out with Kurt, and he's wearing Claire's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
I'm glad they pointed that out because I was staring at that shirt going, what the hell? Is that his most overtly gay shirt he could think of? I, know. <laughs> I, I thought it was actually, it was, and he just said he borrowed it from his sister just to make an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kurt says that he came out to his parents by them catching him doing it on the kitchen table or whatever. And... <laughs> I think it was his dad's dad, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's Somehow right. seemed even more, you know, sacrilegious. <laughs> but anyway. yeah. That, yeah, that's kind of wrong, but, you know. <laughs> and yet so right. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> and, and poor, speaking of older or whatever, and poor, poor uh, David's getting stuck. He goes, oh, so I'm the older guy. Look, you can just yeah. see his face crush a little bit. <laughs> well, clearly, David, did you not realize this guy is that much younger than you? Yeah. Because everybody else can see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kurt actually asks him what his preference is, top or bottom, and he's like, whatever. Uh, versatile. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> and uh, next we get to Brenda's. We're having a bit of a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh, elaborate Gabby <laughs> no, it's just it's never a good idea no. <laughs> that whole thing was just oh my god it was like the worst most twisted party ever yeah. <laughs> oh my god so weird I mean, even the power of the pussy couldn't hold that one together so <laughs> well, oh god, I want to say far. that I don't think Nate Okay, Nate to me seems like he would be an occasional pot smoker, but yeah. it it seemed like he had clearly never really indulged before because he was certainly having a uh, interesting reaction. Well, I mean, he was doing like bong rip after bong rip. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it don't, it, no matter how experienced you are, you. Not that I've done anything. Do tell us, Robert. We, we need to know. We need to know. What, what's the cutoff point out to which one should, you know, well, beware? The, the concentration, I mean, how many buds are in there? It depends close to how much leaf. Uh. I, this sounds really like you, kind of a, a postgraduate class could be conducted in this science. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I wonder where one would go to enroll in such a class. Let me see. Vermont. <laughs> Vermont. Yeah. Like, the, land, the land of hippies and Ben and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> or Vancouver. <laughs> I just consider Vancouver as the land of TV shows that I want to visit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, Nate Stone out of his mind. He's watching Brenda and Connor having the best time. Uh, and Billy gets up in his face and says, I went off my meds to feel alive. You don't think I'm a total psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's happy that Brenda's happy with him. Did you see how, okay, two couple things. Billy, when he when he pops into view being beside Nate, I thought he looked like Spider-Man coming in from the side. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. And then the look on his face when Nate says, yeah, I didn't think you were a psycho. It's like he's, he's uh, quite, I think, sobered for a moment (laughs) there you go billy that's how you come across sorry what billy's like well i'm not (laughs) yeah well clearly he went off his meds on purpose 
to feel alive, but yeah. the timing of it, you know, I think that ulterior motive of ruining his uh, sister's weekend getaway was another. I still believe that. And so then to say afterward, oh, but you know, I've never seen her more happy. Really, I wish you the best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying that yet either. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we we have I love I love the camera angles they have of this to make it look like basically you're stoned while watching it. Because <laughs> they kind of zoom in on his face and he looks over and there's cobwebs on the sleeping bag that uh, Brenda says that Connor's been using. <laughs> and then everybody is talking in garble. Uh, like Australian? I don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, and he's like, what language are you speaking? And he's yelling what everything. What fucking language are you speaking? <laughs> he, he's yelling everything. He has, it's just hilarious. Nate, but he He's talking through one of those drive through windows where you can't quite hear what they're saying because it's distorted. Uh, and, um, okay, well, I want to keep going with this party because we'll get back to the other stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we get to Connor congratulating Nate, and he says that he couldn't handle her playing Freud all the time. And Nate says that she's a complicated woman, and Connor says, no, she's not. Yeah, what did you make of that? (laughs) What did you make of that? Like, because Connor, I don't know how to break this to you, but she is a complicated woman. (laughs) Connor's real simple? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I think Connor kind of approaches her. Yeah. in a more simpler way. Pretty much from the waist down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> he comes out to the to the back of the room from the kitchen and sees them, Billy and Brenda, looking at pictures of Connor and Brenda screwing or something on the beach or whatever. And then the room starts spinning. And then all of a sudden we see Brenda and Billy kissing for a moment. Oh. <laughs> Which is something we've all yeah. been waiting for. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> shudder, and, uh, shudder, shudder. <laughs> then we get the we find out that Connor actually has been sleeping with Brenda or next to Brenda. And Nate freaks out about that and ends up getting kicked out. It can be done, Nate. I have done it. <laughs> I have it's yeah, only when she sleeps with me, though. That's you know. <laughs> yeah, I cannot control myself with Moira. But no, I just went. I just went on a uh, trip to New Orleans with some some guys. I shared a bed with one of the guys, and there was absolutely no funny business at all. In fact, once he stayed on his side of the bed, I stayed on my side of the bed, and you know, no issues. So it can be done. Okay, listen, Brenda. Okay. <laughs> I didn't fucking know that there was an Australian living in this place for a fucking week. And now I find out that he's been sleeping next to you this entire time. <laughs> Doesn't that seem a little fucking off? I, mean, <laughs> I just, oh, I'm so innate sad about this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, she, she's in a relationship. Yeah. So she shouldn't ha- share a bed with a man. I'm not in a relationship. Even though nothing happened, you know, it's okay because I am single and, you know, if no. anything had, it wouldn't be a big issue. She shouldn't be sharing a bed. And, and she, oh, well, he didn't well, even know she was there. That's like, the issue, if, right? Like, even if, if they're in, she's in a relationship and, and her old friend comes to stay and she doesn't want to sleep on the floor, then you tell your dude yeah. of the month what's going on. Like, I, I don't really care about the bed chain. I just think she had to be upfront about it. Well, also, yeah. they had a 
past sexual relationships. So yeah. that's another yeah, but, thing you really have to worry about. Yeah, but you can have a past relationship with somebody and still share a bed and have nothing happen. You can. Make <laughs> does it sound like this is like true confessions time here on, on the podcast? Anyway, yeah, tell us about your experience. You like share, right? yeah. <laughs> We're not going there. Anyway, it's quite possible to have it be completely innocent. So, but the fact if she would have told him that he was staying there and sleeping in her bed. Do you think he would have that? All right, you've now upset Artie. Come on. Sorry, Artie, but you know how it is. I mean, seriously, he would have been upset. Of course, but this is partly because Brenda is so closed and hidden and playing games and, you know, that's part of the problem, right? They don't they don't have enough history together. They don't have enough time together and enough trust, really. Um, Artie, Artie is clearly a Nate fan. <laughs> yeah, he's on Nate's side. So, no, I'm with Nate on this one, too. I think Brenda was just totally out of line here. I do, too. Totally just, out of line. I'm just arguing the other side for fun. Okay. <laughs> That's what makes it fun. You're playing the Brenda advocate? I am. I am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Uh, all right. So, uh, Parker Parker is getting driven home in the hearse. Uh, <laughs> she thinks it's awesome. And, uh, Why were yeah, the Parker's uh, about sex? Have you fucked somebody in the hearse? Like, ah. Mm-hmm. How... how None of your business is that. Claire needs to learn how to guard her secrets better. Mm. Yeah, and Claire finds out that, um, you know, Parker isn't an overachiever as she thought she was. She's a compulsive liar and she's slutty. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Parker finds out that Claire wasn't the goth that she thought she was. So then we cut over to Ruth and Hiram watching TV, and then in steps in, in full Russian guard <laughs> Nikolai. <laughs> And he takes her on the couch right next to Hiram. <laughs> it's all a fantasy. I, you know, Ruth, okay, I understand you're torn between these two men, but if you're fantasizing about the other man while you're with the one person and you're doing it for both of them, then maybe neither one of them's the right one for you. Because, you know, I mean, clearly when she's with the person, she's thinking about the other person. But when she's with the other person, she's thinking about the first person. Yeah, That's I think it just means she's torn. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like I said, though, the triangle is on. It is on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, I, Kurt is impressed by David's versatility. Mm. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we get to breakfast and David walks in, pleased his punch that a bus overturned and tons of people died. <laughs> and um, Nate needs to take the test again. And let's see what else. Uh, Rico <laughs> says that he's moving on. Mm. David and Nate kind of let him go. Little handshake. And Rico warns him, watch your back with Gilardi, you know. I'm going to miss Rico. Hopefully he'll come back. They did tell him that they always have a place for him, right? Didn't they say yeah. that? Yeah, they yeah. sure did. Left the door open. Good. Um, let's see. So, Nate goes to Brenda's and apologizes. <laughs> uh, well, I guess he needed to apologize for how crazy it got. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also wants Brenda to apologize. So, uh, what would you guys think of that? 
<laughs> I was thinking, yay, way to go, Nate, because he calls her on her stuff in that scene yeah. in a really yeah. great way and and matches her intellectually and emotionally bests her, which I think was great. Yeah, maybe I think that he maybe read up on some uh, psychology because he didn't <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> all that all that stuff, the big words and everything. So. Yeah, he had a really well thought out thing, like using Billy's meltdown and Connor's visit to push him away mm-hmm. and always expecting him to bend and she never does it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, she's, she admits that this is the longest relationship she's had in a long time. <laughs> And happy endings. Whenever she thought there was a happy ending, it's never worked out. Well, and then I mean, I, well, and I'm thinking, and did you sabotage all your happy endings? <laughs> anyway, who knows? So yeah, Brenda's Brenda gives Nate the uh, it's it's not you, it's me speech. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Nate makes her promise that he'll be the only naked guy in her life, oh, and. Uh, she says she admits she has some intimacy issues and he says he has got issues from dead bodies (laughs) being in the basement of his house (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know what i don't know what you guys thought i thought it was kind of a cool moment um yeah for them at least when like they just kind of come together and then they just kind of rest their foreheads against each other and close their eyes you know as if they they're finally connected yeah Yeah. i think you phrased it well that's what it felt like to me too and it was nice to see because when you asked us before if we thought there was hope for this relationship this that scene gives me hope yes me too if they can keep up the communication um you know what i mean then they would have a better chance of working out. Yes, so, Brenda needs. Games. Yeah, Brenda needs to learn how to communicate openly with her partner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instead of keeping, she's like the FBI, right? She keeps everything close to her chest, and she doesn't let you know until you need to know. Like, right. man, she has to stop being a federal agent and be a person. <laughs> um, okay, so the, we finally get to well, Claire arriving home in the morning. <laughs> David tells her they didn't write her out. They, they, they called her. They called him earlier in the episode. I forgot to mention that. Um, but Claire says that uh, she's come to a thing where she just feels that everything that she thinks she knows is wrong. And uh, then she starts asking about David, but asks her about asks him about Keith, and mm-hmm. he says it didn't work out. Life goes on, and there's work to be done, and mm-hmm. we're done. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think that uh, Parker or Topher is the one who ratted her out about the pot? Parker. I think it was Topher. Really? Uh, well, yeah. Parker, well, I don't know. She was sleeping with Dennis, so she had an equal or easy opportunity to tell him about the pot. Yeah, right. to mention that Topher has kind of lied. Or I don't know if he lied, but he made it seem like mm-hmm. it was, was his first time where he's actually yeah. been there for. So I don't know and if that he's he could playing. Care less. Yeah. yeah, he acted like he could care less that he was on that thing, but apparently he'd been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was it's like, weird that he. Uh, well, you know, at, at first you know you think okay maybe he just is like a friend of Dennis's and and wants to root out the bad people, so he kind of chums up to the ones yeah. that look weird or whatever. But there's also the fact that he smoked weed with Claire beforehand, so before the before the hike began, so. I wonder if it was Parker, maybe in her twisted way to just get them both booted out of there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Parker didn't want to be there anymore and decided to take her her new friend with her. Hmm. 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 I don't I don't know if uh yeah, I don't know if Parker was trying to get kicked out or so much as she was just During playing her games and she just kind of got called out on 
Yeah. That's more what I was thinking that she just likes again, she likes to toy with people and play with them. Yeah. So I thought maybe she was just doing it to be a little shit disturber. Yeah. <laughs> we, we may or may not ever find out. <laughs> you damn funeral suck little comments. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. It's just a TV show. What? It is not just a TV show. This is my life. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to manipulator of the week. Uh, <laughs> we have Billy. We have Brenda. We have Parker. Topher. Dennis. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, if I had to pick one, oh, we should. I'd pick, I'd pick Parker because she had the Me most. Me too. Yeah. I would pick Parker too, yeah, because she's, <laughs> she's a shitster. All right. <laughs> What do you think, Gabby? I can't. I can't say. <laughs> I would. I would have to say. Uh, I there's a reason. The reason why we wouldn't do this segment every week is because Brenda would constantly be my choice. Yeah. So. I hate Brenda more than anything else ever. More than any character on any TV show ever. Spoiler alert! I fucking hate her. Oh, I don't well, hate her right now. No, that's not, a, that's not a spoiler. You didn't say she was your favorite. <laughs> She's my least favorite, so it's okay. I've been spoiled. Now I know she does something. <laughs> that's what are you that's talking? Have you been paying attention? It could just be a personality thing, and I just can't think say her. Something. Maybe I hate her hair. I don't know. You don't know my reasons. You don't know. Well, I can't infer your reasons just from your... Lack of like? That's great. Lack of like. <laughs> like it. All right, let's move on really to Fisher of the Week. Fisher of the Week. <laughs> let's start with our guest. Yeah, so okay. awesome. My Fisher of the Week is David because he gets his groove on and he covers for Claire. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go next because Gabby's yeah. still mine. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's my opinion. It's yeah. not a quote of the week. It's a Fisher of the Week. She can't I was going to say exactly that David's my pick of the week because he gets some. <laughs> See? I said groove on. Different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> took my words and you just changed them slightly. You see. <laughs> Thief. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, my fish of the week is David because I like a versatile man. <laughs> All right. Well, let's pour the shots because I'm giving it to David as well. Because I mean, you know, he he he, he kind of caves to the whole dance lesson thing, and then ends up uh, getting a little uh, boyfriend out of it or a one night stand. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and, you know, the, he's cool with Clary. He, he kind of uh, covers up for it because, like he said, there's more important things to worry about than that. So, um, yeah. So that's Fisher of the Week, and we're all going to drink because of that. And let's move on to our – oh, wait. There's no listener eulogies. Aww. People, please write in fishercast1 at gmail.com. I know you're listening. I see your downloads. <laughs> Nobody loves us. <laughs> I have no cried. Wait a second. If we're going to make Des cry because of this, people don't write in. Um... <laughs> I need constant attention, people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fishercast1 at gmail.com. We really appreciate it. And of course, uh, 15412 embalm. Call us in voice. We haven't gotten a voicemail yet, I don't think. Um, so 
I think yeah. Abby should call us. You know, I especially do. when she's been drinking a little. Yes. <laughs> especially when she's watching the episodes and drinking at the same time. Oh, awesome! Yeah. And then she can tell us about the perils of the pussy. I don't. <laughs> because we all need to know this. It's an important life lesson. Gabby's yeah, an expert on that. Apparently, that's what I've heard. Well, I'm gonna need somebody to screen those calls because I'm afraid she'd spoil something in her drunken state. <laughs> somebody, you're the only screener we have, Robin. You're it. We need some partial listener or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we would take calls from people other than Gabby if they like to call in. No, no, we would not. I was, <laughs> I was actually going to send in feedback, and then Robin's like, "Um, wouldn't it be weird if it was?" So let's get on to our last rights. All right. So, um, Gabby, <laughs> what'd you think of this episode? Um, um, I can't, oh my God, I just froze. What did I think about this episode? Um, I went, I actually had originally scored it a little low. And then as I was going through my notes again, I realized that whole square dancing thing was just hot. So I'm going <laughs> to so give it eight and a half out of 10 and got the arc freak girls. Nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. Moira. Okay, dokie. I really like this episode way better than the last one. This one tickled my funny bone for all kinds of reasons. The square dancing, the hot gay guy, that was fun. <laughs> um, Nikolai in his red Russian shirt just made me laugh out loud. Ruth and her fantasies, the crazy funky hiking trip with Claire and um, and kind of nefarious trip leaders. I liked all of it. Um, and I liked that Nate... Uh, like I said, call Brenda out and their relationship seemed to have gone up to a little bit more um, intimate emotional level. That was, that was kind of cool. And I liked Rico. Um, uh, just all, all of it. I just liked all of it. And I'm babbling, <laughs> but I just liked all of it. This is so much better than last one. So I am going to give this episode nine out of 10 <gasps> dual vagina koalas. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you can use, are you going to use koalas? <laughs> I was I was gonna use the koalas. Oh, I didn't even know uh, if anybody else caught the koalas. <laughs> no, you take it. I'll take something else. No problem. Uh, okay, so Des. Okay, um, I like this episode too, and I liked I liked Parker. She was interesting, and I liked Nate's yelling when he was high, and <laughs> that that amused me to no end. Um, and uh, I. Mm, I'm going to give it my old standby, 8 out of 10 um, versatile gay guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely uh, appreciated the whole um, the whole party scene. I didn't think the, the, the crossroads scenario really wasn't that big. I mean, like nothing much happened in that area except Claire got kind of a new friend or whatever. Um but uh yeah david david having fun is always great to watch um but i really <laughs> at the end of the whole party situation which was probably my favorite part of the episode and how it resolves i just think nate let her off the hook a little too easy i don't know so i'm going to give it 8 out of 10 
spineless nates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. So let's move on to burying this sucker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> Visit us at fishercast.blogspot.com. Leave a voicemail at one five four one two embalm. That's five four one two three six two two five six. And you can visit us on Facebook, where we have a group. Woo. I like the way I like Join the us. way you do the uh, the phone number with a musical lilt. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, it's, it's I just always been like that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, or you can email us, as we already kind of mentioned, at fishercast1 yeah. at gmail.com because we would love to hear your feedback. Love to. And, uh, of course, uh, we want to thank Gabby for stepping in for another episode. Well, thank you for <laughs> directing the funeral with me yet again. <laughs> well, as per usual, thank you for having me. You've been gracious hosts. All of you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Here, I'll make you a cocktail. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and, and Gabby, where can we find you on the web? <laughs> At um, Potential Cast. It's an amazing um, mm. podcast. We uh, Three of the four of us are watching Buffy for the very first time, and we don't know where our name came from. <laughs> <laughs> also, number one Buffy podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, and also occasionally being cranky as Bra Watch on the Twitter. <laughs> and fantasizing about stabbing somebody in the eye, but whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Des? Yes? Where can we find you? Um, right now you can find me laying on my couch um, <laughs> this podcast. Um, but later you can probably find me on What's On With Steph and Des or Nonsense Cast. Yeah. yeah. It's a late night podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you can find Moira doing uh, doing laundry for Naked Australians. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on the web. I'm on Media Junkyard, uh, Movie Snobbery, uh, this pa- podcast, that podcast. Um, and, of course, on the, on the Twitter, I forgot to mention last episode, I have a new Twitter name, El Robinero. I think you should spell that. No. Yeah. <laughs> fine, you'll have no followers then, but fine, <laughs> that's your choice. <laughs> I don't understand how to spell it. Just Robin, L, Robin, with an arrow but at it, the end. But it could be an E-R-O or an A-R-O. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, if you're spelling habanero, it's E-R-O, so. Oh, now we know so everyone. Now it's ah, I made him spell it. Habanero? <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. That's it for FisherCast this week. <laughs> <laughs> next week your uh your homework assignment is the episode life's too short mm-hmm. that already as, scares me a little <laughs> as for crossroads we therefore commit this episode to the ground ashes to ashes it was late this time bitches <laughs> premature ashulation <laughs> we heard the thud when Des dropped the coffin into the ground. Holy cow. Oh my god. That was my head. My head didn't even table. Now if I had a nickel. <laughs> Alright, bye everybody. Bye. 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 bye.
Driver, Mama said. 